0: Hello, hello, federal employees, ladies and gents. Welcome back to yet another questions and answers episode here with me. My name is Dallin Haas, and buckle up, because we've got three questions today. Normally, we only do two, but I'm feeling extra energetic today, right? So we're doing three, and word to the wise. So like always, there's always a link in the description below where you can submit questions, and I get lots and lots of questions, hundreds of questions, okay? And so I can't answer them all. I just simply can't, but here's a tip. If you want me to read your question on one of these, if you want to improve the chances of that happening, put a nice compliment in there, right? Because, you know, I'm a human being and I love compliments, it's great. So if you started out like this person does in the first question, then the odds of you being picked are just better, okay? So here we go. Question number one, they say, hey, Thanks for all your advice on federal retirement. You provide the best advice I've heard, and I'm letting my colleagues know. See, it, they're just buttering me up, right? <laughs> so I fell for it, though. Here's my question. It says, what is the role of federal long-term care insurance in federal retirement? How does this program compare to similar products in, on the commercial pro- markets, so just on the private side? Is it a good deal? What unique concerns are there with signing up with the FLTCIP, or the Federal Long-Term Care Insurance Program? Okay, so this is a great question, great, great question, because this is going to be a concern for many, many, many people looking to retire, and even those coming up to retire, maybe in the 40s, 50s, right, thinking about, hey, oftentimes these people start seeing their parents as they age and maybe their parents start needing long-term care, whether that's nursing home, whether it's living with them, whatever it is, these questions become extra real, right? And you wanna find a solution of, okay, if I do need this kind of care later in life, how do I solve this problem? It gets expensive. It gets very, very expensive. So that's where long-term care insurance comes in. Basically what they say is, hey, you pay us a premium, premium every month, and in the case, that you need, long-term care, whether it's nursing home, um, you know, skilled nursing care, maybe at home, home care, there's lots of different things that are covered, then we're going to kick in and we're going to pay for part of it, right? That's how how it works, bottom line. Um, So when it comes to clients that I work with one-on-one, right, I always ensure that they have a long-term care plan, okay? Meaning if something happened and they were in a position where they needed long-term care, them or their spouse. We want to make sure they have a plan of what they're going to do. But that does not mean that they have to get a long-term care insurance policy, okay? It just means that they have a plan, a way to pay for it, and that their family knows the plan so that when something happens, that they can execute it and it works well, right? So that being said, Some folks have maybe saved just a lot of money and they say, hey, I think I'm going to just self-insure. If it comes down the road that I'm going to need extra dough to pay for this coverage, well, I have plenty of money. I could just pay for it. I'm not going to pay premiums every month for something that I may or may not need, right? Which is a good strategy if you have the funds that are extra and that will be available, right? another strategy that often makes sense in a lot of cases, depending on your situation. Some folks say, hey, you know what, I have a bunch of equity in my home. Lots of retirees are close to, if not already, having paid off their mortgage. So they have generally a ton of equity in their home, okay? So that's generally a few, thousand, a few hundred thousand dollars of money that most people never really use, right? Um, and when it comes to retirement, one way to think about long-term care and solving this issue is, hey, obviously no one loves to tap their he- equity if they don't have to, but maybe a strategy that may make sense for you is, hey, you know, I don't know if I'm going to need long-term care. I don't know. So instead of paying a premium and, and ensuring that I pay for, pay for it in premium every month, right, I can say, hey, if I need it, I can tap into my home equity right? And that's generally a few hundred thousand dollars that is there for you if you need it. And if you don't need it, great, right? You could pass the home on to your kids, whatever it is, right? But if you do need it, then you can somehow tap it, right? Um, And there's different tools, of course, to tap home equity, whether it's line of credit, whether it's reverse mortgage, I know reverse mortgage. Whenever I mention a reverse mortgage in anything, an article, YouTube video, whatever, people freak out. Freak out, right? Because it's gotten such a bad reputation, and in general, people do need to be hesitant before they before they pull the trigger on a reverse mortgage. But it's it's not bad, right? It's just a tool. It's a tool, and sometimes it makes sense. Sometimes it doesn't, right? And so. It's just a matter of when it makes sense and if it makes sense for you. So I'm not saying get a reverse mortgage in retirement. I'm just saying, hey, don't disqualify something based on what you've heard or think you've heard, and just keep your mind open to all opportunities that may arise that will allow you to live the best retirement that you possibly can. Right. Um, so those are my my thoughts. So when it comes to how the federal long term care insurance program compares to other programs, and I'm definitely going to do a whole video. I'm doing a deep dive into this in the future, but um, basically, in a nutshell, it it compares pretty well, Uh, but it depends. It depends on your health. It depends on a number of things, and if you're in phenomenal health and you could go get a, you know, personal policy somewhere else, it may be a little cheaper, but one thing to always look at is make sure you're comparing apples to apples when you're comparing policies because there is a vast difference in what different policies cover. vast difference, and how much they're going to pay out if you actually need the help, right? So, again, make sure, if you are doing looking around, and you're looking at long-term care insurance policies, make sure the policies cover the same things, so that when you look at the price, it's actually apples to apples, and you know which one's a better deal, right? Um, And again, another thing to think about about the federal long-term care program is that the premiums can increase over time, and they have in the past, significantly in the past, Um, and they're never going to increase the premiums based on your situation. Let's say, um, you know, you retire. Like, they cannot change premiums based on your health once you're already in the program, okay? None of that. But what they do do is, over time, if all the federal retirees that are in the program, if it just gets too expensive for them to manage with the current premium level, they're going to raise premiums, right? And they're allowed to do that. And, And so basically... If you are considering that option, you have to have it in your mind that, okay, even if the premium does increase, it makes sense for me to stick it out because if you pay for premiums for 20 years, then you stop, well, you're not going to get any benefit because often it's the last few, you know, last decade of your life that you're going to need this coverage, right? So... Again, I don't have a, the perfect solution for you. It depends on a lot of things. But hopefully those were some good thoughts and, and ideas on what makes sense for you when it comes to long-term care insurance. Because you gotta have a plan. Always have to have a plan. That's the name of the game, okay? But what do you expect? I'm a financial planner, right? Name of the game. Okay, that took a long time, but we're gonna press forward. Question number two. They say, hey, I'm a federal employee, 56 years old. and I've got 37 years of work of service with the federal government and thinking of getting disability do the complications work related oh do to the complications of a work related injury what best advice should i look into also the federal the fed gives me workers comp to pay for my medical treatments while still working should i hire a federal workers comp attorney about my condition until retirement okay great question so i get questions like this all the time with folks that get injured on the job, or maybe not on the job. They're disabled in, in some capacity, whether it's emotional, physical, whatever it is, right? And let, let's put a big asterisk before this comment. I'm not an attorney, okay? I am not an attorney. I am a financial planner, and I do not specialize in disability retirement or workers' compensation. Now, that being said, I've seen a number of cases where this sort of thing has happened, and this is my advice. Go talk to someone that knows what they're talking about. Go talk to a lawyer. Go talk to a law firm that specializes in what issue you have. Okay? Specializes. Where well, that's their thing. That's what they do every day, all day long. So if you are thinking about disability retirement, then think about that. Because if you didn't know, if you're disabled, you can often retire from the Fed with a disability retirement. That's a retirement type that I rarely talk about, but it's there, okay? Um, go talk to someone. If you have issues with workers' comp, go talk to someone. And I know sometimes it costs money and sometimes a lot of money, but often getting good advice up front on decisions that are going to affect generally the rest of your life and the monthly income you're going to have for the rest of your life. The good advice. And that good help from someone that knows what they're talking about is worth its weight in gold, okay? Now, there's a law firm that I work with all the time that does an incredible job, and I do I get compensated zero from them, okay? They're not paying me to say this. They do a great job. I'll put a link to their website in the description below um, on the podcast and the YouTube channel. If you need help, go talk to them. Even if you don't hire them, get on the phone. Get on the phone, start asking questions, and yeah, talk to lots of attorneys, talk to different law firms, get information before you pull the trigger on any big decision. Know what you're getting into because thousands and thousands of dollars are lost and won by making, just having the good information. And if you are a longtime listener or watcher of this show, you know by having good information, you can change the tide of your career and retirement just by making tweaks along the way. It makes a vast difference. So that is my thoughts on disability, work, comp. Talk to someone. And I'm not that person. I am not an attorney. Don't call me and talk to me about this because I don't, While I've seen a lot of situations and I know a lot more than the average Joe about this stuff. Don't call me about it. This is not my specialty and it's not what I, what I enjoy. So talk to someone that does. And again, there's a, there's a website down in the description below that um, they can help. Perfect. Question number three, this is a longer episode, but we are going to do three questions because I said I was, so I'm going to push through. Question number three, I am a CSRS retiree, okay, the old system, okay, perfect, and will be eligible for Medicare shortly. I heard that my Part B premium, so Medicare Part B, cannot be automatically paid from my monthly annuity. Is this true? If not, what form do I need to fill out and submit to OPM? Okay. Great, great question. So, there's a number of systems and people in charge of the systems when it comes to retirement as a federal employee. As you know, OPM is going to be over things like your pension, the first supplement, um, and things like that. Of course, the TSP website and things is going to handle your TSP and things like that. When it comes to Social Security and Medicare, those are separate from OPM and um, TSP. It's it's a whole different agencies, right? And generally, they act independently, completely. So whenever you're turning on Social Security, talk to Social Social Security. Talk to the Social Security Administration. When you are thinking about Medicare, talk to Medicare. And often, if you're taking Social Security and then you start Medicare, Medicare premiums are just going to come straight out of your Social Security, not your pension checks, okay? They're generally going to come out of your Social Security. Now, if you're... Let's say you hit 65, you get on Medicare, and just to clarify, I didn't mention this before, Medicare Part A is free for federal employees as long as you've worked for a decent amount of time, which most of you listening will, that's gonna be free. What this gentleman is talking about is Part B. That costs money, there's a premium associated, and if you want it, it costs money. If you don't get into it right away and want it later, it's gonna cost even more, okay? Something to think about. Again, I have had other videos on this about Medicare something to think about um so that's the scoop that's the scoop so again if you are taking social security by the time you turn 65 and you're retired then your medicare part b premium is going to come straight out of social security if you're not on social security yet then you're just going to be paying it directly right paying the premiums directly so that's the scoop those are the three questions for the day. again if you have any questions yourself there's a link in the description below. And again, compliments help, right? (laughs) You know, if you butter me up, it definitely, definitely helps. So I'm a human being, right? Human being that is just, um, I like the compliments. It's nice, right? (laughs) Okay. Perfect. Well, you guys have an incredible rest of your day and I'll see you next time.